Last Sunday, uh, somebody picked up on something I said in my sermon. Uh, If you remember last week, I was preaching about the second coming and how the end of time, the second coming of Jesus Christ could come at any minute, could come this afternoon. And I said, if I have my thoughts on that, well, it, it changes my priorities. It changes what I think actually is the important thing to be getting on with. Well, this person said to me after Mass, she said, well, that's all very well, but surely if the second coming was right now, if I was put before Jesus in the judgment, she said, wouldn't I, wouldn't I be worried about my sins, that I hadn't mentioned my sins? Wouldn't I be thinking, well, when did I last go to confession? And had it been an adequate confession or just a, a half-hearted thing? Well, I said that would be a different sermon. And actually, that's basically today's sermon. I want to actually today twist that onto the question of sin. So as I said last week, um, the church starts our preparations for Christmas every year with Advent, the first part of Advent focusing on the second coming of Jesus. And so we heard again in our second reading from St. Peter of him warning about how the day of the Lord will come like a thief, a thief in the night, a repeated image were given in the scriptures, that there will be a judgment, a judgment that will come upon us unexpectedly. And so St. Peter warns to, to do your best to live lives without spot or stain so that he will find you at peace. Now, on a related note, in our gospel text, we heard the call of St. John the Baptist to prepare a way for the Lord. And that call was issued by John the Baptist to prepare for the coming of the Messiah 2,000 years ago. But this call is reissued to us today to help us prepare for Christmas so that Christ can come into our hearts this Christmas. That at the end of time, when Jesus will come as judge, he will come whether we want him to or not. But now, and at Christmas, he will only come to us and come to us as our loving saviour. He will only come to us if we want him to, if we're ready for him, if we prepare a place. And our hearts prepare a place for him. The very same way John the Baptist said to prepare all those years ago, to repent of our sins. Now there is, it seems to me, a a kind of an irony and difficulty in trying to do this before Christmas. That if we're going to enjoy Christmas, if we're going to get the best out of it spiritually, we do need to repent of our sins. But the difficulty, it seems to me, is it's precisely in this pre-Christmas preparation period that it can be all the more difficult to look inward at all to see my sins. That we can be so caught up in the, the busyness, the worldliness, all the possessions and everything stuff about Christmas, that it's more difficult than normal to see my sins. The saints often say that 
Worldliness clouds the intellect. It clouds my ability to see properly, including seeing my own heart. So how, how can I clear my intellect? How can I remove this fog of worldliness that stops me seeing properly? Well, one of the ways is to recall that all these worldly things that the kind of worldly aspect of Christmas can distract us with, that these things will not last. As we heard from St. Peter there, all these things will be burnt up. That he said how at the second coming, the sky will roar, the elements will catch fire, and the earth will be burnt up. And all my possessions will be burnt up with it. All those Christmas presents that I've been rushing around thinking about and hoping for myself, well, they'll be burnt up and gone. My worldly beauty, such as it is, will be burnt up and gone as well. All that will be left is the love that is or is not in my heart. That and my sins, that my sins will be with me. The sins that I haven't repented of, the sins that I haven't confessed and brought to the Lord to be wiped away, that those will be clinging to me as I face that judgment. And all of this imagery, this talk of St. Peter of the fire, well, it's not given to us just to frighten us. It's given to us because it's true, but given to us in particular today to be getting us ready for Christmas. Because if I want to enter into Christmas with a heart centered on God, a heart centered on love, a heart centered on what Christmas is about, then I need something that will push aside all those other things in my heart. So let me bring this to a very practical conclusion, that we should all get to confession before Christmas, that if we want to be purified of our sins, to enter into Christmas with hearts ready for him, then let us get to confession. So we're told repeatedly that we should, in general, be going every month. But it's especially important to be going before the two great seasons of Christmas and Easter. And let me point out what's listed there in the newsletter for you, that this coming Saturday morning, there'll be a visiting priest here to hear confession. So if you don't want to confess to me, you can confess to somebody else this Saturday. And the following Monday, there'll be five priests available here to hear your confessions. We'll even have confessions in Polish the Sunday before Christmas. So all those dates are there in the newsletter. Do note them in your diary. And in addition to noting them in your diary, keep this image of St. Peter in your thoughts, of that burning fire on that terrible day. And with that, the thought of what will be burnt up and what won't be burnt up. Because if we focus on what endures, and it is love 
that endures. Then we'll be focusing on the thing that Christmas should be all about and the thing that will make Christmas a thing of happiness and joy. Let us prepare a way for the Lord.